Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we're talking about mass shooters. Should the mass shooters' parents face charges? So the parents of accused Ox- Oxford, Michigan, oh God, Oxford, Michigan school shooter God's Ethan. Get you for that. I know, I know. Forgive me, Lord. Uh, the Oxford, Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbling uh, will will still face multiple involuntary manslaughter charges. And a judge ruled Wednesday despite their attempts to squash the accounts against him. So they're still going to face those charges. Should they or should they not? I mean, he's 15 years old. He's 15, he was 15 at the time of the shooting. And let's do a little recap here. For those that do not remember this Michigan shooter, I know we've had quite a few. So the parents of accused Ox- Oxford, Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly will still face multiple involuntary manslaughter charges, a judge ruled this on this past Wednesday. So Jennifer and James Crumley were each charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter after their teenage son allegedly shot and killed four students and injured seven other people at Oxford High School in November of last year. They have both pleaded not guilty, and their attorneys have argued in court that the charges have no legal justification and the couple should not be held responsible for the killings of their son and, you know, as the, as the accused. Now, in the court filings early this month, prosecutors argued to keep the manslaughter charges against the parents, saying their gross negligence allowed their son access to the murder weapon and allowed them to remain, allowed him to remain in school with the murder weapon adding that their negligence was a substantial factor in the killings. In the judge's ruling on Wednesday, uh, the judge ruled that, you know, sided with the prosecutors and said, hey, a reasonable juror uh, and, and, you know, jury could conclude that Ethan Crumbly's actions were reasonably foreseeable 
and that his parents' actions could be seen as linked to, to what he did. So Ethan Cromley has also pleaded not guilty to a slew of charges, including four counts of first-degree murder, seven counts of assault with an intent to murder, 12 counts of possession of a firearm with uh, doing the commission of a felony, and his trial was moved to January 17th of 2023. Man, we got to wait till next year. <sighs> My popcorn's not going to wait that long. I just want to, I want to, he needs to get, the, he needs to get the death penalty. Do they have a death penalty in Michigan? Uh, no, they don't. Uh, darn. A judge announced during a pretrial hearing Thursday uh, that the court case is going to be on January 17, 2023. He remains, uh, Ethan remains incarcerated at the Oakland County Jail. And Crumbly's defense attorneys have said they plan to assert the defense of insanity at the time of alleged offenses. He's not insane. The parents just raised a monster and they should be charged and they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law because they raised a monster. Yeah, a lot of people seem to confuse insanity with evil. These yes. Days. Yes. And they're two completely different things. Completely different things. Mm-hmm. You know, you as parents, mother and father, you raised this, this little monster. You didn't discipline him properly. You went and you bought him a gun for what? Was, was it Christmas? Think, Something like that. Yeah, I think it was Christmas. They, you know, bought him a firearm. And knowing that you're raising this monster, you know, you had to have known that he had some type of issues. Because the, the funny thing about this is Ethan, let's see here. Because, you know, what this kid did was, hold on, because I want to make sure we get the details right. So, and he, he had a journal. And in his journal, he described the type of gun uh, he needed, who his victim, his first victim would be. And ultimately, he expressed that he would surrender so that he could witness the pain and suffering that he caused. This is premeditated to the extent. He's not crazy. He is evil. That's the devil himself. And so this guy knew, this kid knew exactly what he wanted to do. And these, these parents should have known you know, that their kid was evil, that they raised a monster. As a mother, you should have known you cooked up a little devil like that. And so, you know, we're going to do you a favor, though, mother. We're going to send him right where he needs to be. We're going to put him in jail. Hope he gets the old in-out, in-out. What does that mean? We're going to hope he gets the old in-out, in-out. What is the old in-out, in-out, Michael? From Tyrone. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) As far as my producer will let me go. (laughs) So, uh, man, I, I, it's 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 insane to me, you know. It's it's you know that they think that they didn't do anything wrong as parents, you know. It's just, man, like I just don't get it. Yeah, and they withdrew a bunch of money and went into hiding. Had a bunch of burner phones. Oh, they knew they were in the wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> running from the law, running around t- on the, around the country, uh, switching phones around, knew exactly you know how to hide and stuff like that. But still got caught, you know. It's you know you're dead wrong, uh, you, man. I tell you, and and we need to start holding parents more responsible, you know, when it comes to these shootings. You know, stop blaming the guns and let's start blaming uh, parents who raise these monsters, these killers, these this evil, and start prosecuting the parents. Well, I mean, to an extent, what if what if a parent doesn't do things wrong but the kid just turns out evil then is it still the parent's fault how do you determine that because you as a parent you should know your kids 
and it, it's you know like hey i did a lot of stuff that i hid very well from my parents let me tell you something okay so i've raised a lot of dogs i'm not saying that your kid's a dog but hey if that's if that's what you raised that's what you raised so i've i've raised a lot of dogs and i'm telling you i know that you know i have a little dog nikki for example. Oh, Nikki. Yes, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say her name because I'm going to get yelled at when I get home. Why did you say her name on the radio? Okay, so I have a little dog, and and I know, okay, she shouldn't be out in the front yard because she doesn't like other dogs. She likes our dogs, but not other dogs. And so if I have her in the front yard, another dog walks by, I know what's going to happen. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. So basically what you're saying is you raised this dog to be bad with other dogs. So it's your fault. I already know what she's capable but of. But is that your fault? I know what she's capable of. And I'm responsible if she does something because I know what she's responsible for doing. And I know I need to make sure that I keep her, you know, away from other dogs. Are you responsible for her not being able to be around other dogs, though? No. I, I Yes, I'm going to be held responsible now, are you, civilly. Yes, I will. Be. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Because if she attacks another dog, whatever happens, I'm going to be held responsible for the, the, the medical bills and, you know, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because I know my dog. And as a parent, as a dog owner, you know, my four-legged friends, I know what she's capable of and I know what she's going to do because I've had her for quite a while. I need to make sure that I keep her in the backyard and away from other dogs. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about the parents of accused Oxford, Michigan shooter uh, Ethan Crumbly. Uh, They're still facing multiple involuntary manslaughter charges. 
you know, but it gets better. So the parents, James and Jennifer Crombley, are in an unusual predicament here. If their strategy is is any indication of this. So take it out. Their plan on they're planning on calling their son the Oxford school shooting suspect, you know, the killer, the monster, the murderer, as a witness to help them in their criminal case. Their lawyers announced this this, you know, this past week. They said, hey, we need him as a witness in this trial because uh, we, we need Ethan to come forward and, 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 and testify in our defense. So listen, listen, people, unless Ethan, you know, that little monster is going to get get up there and start speaking in tongues, you know, he's not going to help the parents in their case. And then whatever he does to help the parents in their case, he's going to hurt his case because he's supposed to be cray cray. You can't be cray cray and then testify for your parents and help them out. Judge my physical and mental, my physical as well as my mental fitness. It's not going to work. <laughs> OK, <laughs> it's just not going to work. All right. So Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald questioned how and why they would use their son to somehow highlight his role in the case to help them. This is not according to the, the, the DA. You know, this is not about the defendants wanting to throw their son under the. Bu- well, I'm sorry, according to the, the defense there. This is not about the defendants wanting to throw their son under the bus or making him look bad. When the prosecution criticizes the defense of being selfish, we are going to be selfish all day. Selfishly, we have to protect their rights. Hmm, that's what they say. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's just crazy to me. How in the world that he's going to get up and testify to help his parents out without hurting himself? So they're crazy and he's evil. And now they're using him as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So maybe they're the evil ones. How is he even pleading not guilty here? What's the what's the game plan? I wonder. He says he's not not crazy. He's he's not guilty because of reasonably uh, he's reasonably he's insane. That's what he's saying. He's insane. Insanity. Insanity. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so Smith said she understood that uh, and that they are questioning questioning would be limited to Ethan answering questions involving extraneous matters that are important in the case. Whatever he does, however he answers those questions, that they're going to hurt him in his case. There's no way this 15-year-old, I don't, whatever line of questioning they do for him, it's not going to help him. I'm telling you right now. It's not going to help him whatsoever. So this is, this is, man, this is just craziness. And I'm just curious, you know, the track record of the attorney that are advising them of this. But unless they're using their son as a scapegoat, hey, it's going to work great. But it doesn't matter. Because they're still going to be convicted because they're still they are responsible because this is he was 15 years old. And in most states, you're you're, even in Texas. Check this out. The Texas law says that if if a child younger than 17 years of age gets access to a firearm, you as the parents can be charged with a crime. If he discharges that firearm and someone's injured. That's Texas. That is Texas. Mm -hmm. Right. So even in Texas, we have that. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. They're going to jail times X amount of times of the people they injured and killed. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the bottom line. I don't care what you, what you have to say. And no, I, don't, I can't see any jury having any sympathy for these guys at all. 
and they ran from the law. Switch phones, they knew they were wrong. You were hiding, you were running, you had burner phones, man, you tried everything to try to hide from the law. Okay, I got one for you, Michael. Let's do it. All right, so let's go back to the dog. Let's go back to the uh, dog. here. And let's take, for example, the family pit bull that was just the sweetest thing ever, okay, Mm -hmm. that just loved the kids and never, ever had any kind of outbursts, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. It was just the most loving dog ever Mm -hmm. until one day it ate the toddler. Mm. You're responsible. It's your fault. It is? Yes, it's your fault. But you said the parents should have known that he had these tendencies. What about the dog that never showed any tendencies, that just showed love and affection? That pit bull that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. licked your face and wagged his tail and protected you, you know? Sure, absolutely. I Yes, I get it. Now, name a case. Name a case of that? Yes. Oh, I've heard that so many times. I'm sure you have, because yeah. people lie. They're a bunch of liars. That dog has exhibited <laughs> something. I'm telling you right now, he's shown something. There's no one in the world. Yes, he was such a he was such a precious. My precious. He'd never done anything wrong. My precious. And he was he just loved everybody. And all of a sudden, one day he snapped. That's a lie. But there has to be a first time, right? No, you're a liar. It's the first time liar, liar, pants on fire. No, you're a liar. I'm telling you right now. You know your dog is rotten to the core. I'm not here trying to defend them. Okay? Yeah, they're, I'm just they're a bunch of li- they examples. are a bunch of liars. I'm telling you right now, they're a bunch of liars. It never never happened. I need a court case. I need an example. They're a bunch of liars. Didn't happen. Uh, the people that said that, they're just full of it. Full of it. Full of what I can't say on the air. <laughs> what, what comes out of three-point of contact, they're full of it. <laughs> As close as I can go. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> All right. So, man, I tell you. And so, you know, you guys tell me, you know, uh, we've heard about this case in Michigan. You know, uh, we've heard about the parents. We've heard about a lot of shootings around the country. And I, I want to hear from people. You know, you, you tell me uh, in a lot of these cases and we're letting the parents off the hook. You know, you look at the case in Uvalde. You know, they're like, oh, man, this poor kid, he was so poor and he, you know, he and, and he bought a gun and, and, and he, he lived with his grandparents and he had a lot of problems and issues. And so so he went to a random elementary school to shoot random kids and he paid two thousand dollars over two grand for one gun. Who buys who buys the 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 Lamborghini of firearms when you're poor? No one does that. I'm gonna buy the I'm gonna buy a Lamborghini and hop the curve and run over a bunch of people. The Daniel Defense AR-15 with the EOTech optic on it, right? Yes. That's oh not my. Cheap. No, you're talking now. You're at three thousand five hundred dollars plus the other AR. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're at six thousand, almost seven grand for a freaking two guns. That doesn't happen. Why didn't he go buy the, you know, the uh, M&P Sport? Yeah, yeah, Smith & Wesson M&P or the, um, God, what's the other one? I can't think right now. Matthew was sitting here. He'll spit DPMS. it out. DPMS. Uh, DPMS or there's another one. Even PSA. Cheaper. Cheaper than that. Cheaper than that. There's cheaper one, than that. Yes, yeah, this one cheaper than that. You know, you, you can buy an AR-15 for like $500. Mm-hmm. He didn't buy the $500 AR-15. He bought the $2,500 AR-15. And then bought two of them. So you're talking, and with all the accessories and ammunition, you're talking seven grand. 
you know, you can't you can't say poor kid lived in a poor neighborhood. You know, he he didn't have a job. You can't use that excuse at all. Yeah, something really really funny and odd that I noticed. If you look at the Uvalde shooters AR-15s side by side with the Indiana Mall shooters AR-15s. They are almost identical. Yeah, because it, it's there's something going on with Discord, whatever that is. What is Discord? It's a chat server. Chat server. Okay, so Discord. And and apparently, you know, these shooters are communicating with someone on Discord. Someone's like egging these guys on, you know, getting into their head. You know, hey, you know, what up, Billy? You know what I would do if I was you? I would get this rifle right here. Not that rifle. That's too cheap. Get this rifle over here. Even though both of them do the same thing. One of them, then just because the name is a little more expensive, don't worry about that. You know, but they do the same thing. Get this rifle over here, and I'm gonna show you exactly what you can do. Add this on it, and we're gonna both get something's going on there. Yeah, Uvalde kid was a burger flipper. How did he afford eight grand worth of firearms? Where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the uh what's going around is that the Discord, Discord. person mm-hmm. was in contact. Some person, mm-hmm. unidentified individual, was in mm-hmm. contact with the Uvalde shooter and mm-hmm. also in contact with the Buffalo shooter. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I just called it like I said. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. It, and it, law some stinks there. Some stinks the there. The cops were on video during that, what is it, uh, 80 something minutes of 77 minutes. 77 minutes of standing down. 77 They're minutes. They're getting hand sanitizer. Yeah, that okay. one, yeah, the, yeah, he's like, he's, uh-huh. he's so concerned with getting germs, you know. Well, uh-huh. you know, the baby's dying in the other room with this wall right here, but let me wipe my hands. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on there? What that, is going on there? That is some crazy stuff. I just need to know what's, what goes through people's heads, you know. I just, I just can't be that type of person standing in the hallway of an elementary school while kids are crying, bleeding out, and just you knowing that I have body armor, I have the AR, the rifle. Man, I would get my helmet. I would give my life for one of those babies. I would give my life for them. And that's exactly what the Indiana mall kid did that stopped the shooter. Twenty was he twenty one? Took it into his own hand. Twenty two. Twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. Twenty two. Indiana. Mm-hmm. Guys goes into the mall, starts a mass shooting. This 22-year-old pulls out his concealed handgun and sends him right to Jesus. Yeah, he was at 40 yards. He hit 8 out of 10. That's a hero the right there. What's his name? 22-year-old. We'll find his name. His we, name's Elijah. Eli- what's a, Elijah? Well, very what? interestingly. Yeah, we need to say his name because he's a hero. And that's what they're not talking about. They're not talking about this hero here. He is a hero. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about this hero, Elijah. This is Michael Cargill and you. Are listening to Come and Talking. Hi, this is Stephen Wolford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talking. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. Let's go to Indiana. I want to talk about Indiana. There was a mall shooting in Indiana. And the guy that took out this shooter don't care about the shooter himself. He's a little, he was evil little bastard. He's a don't, clown. That's right. Don't, he was a clown. Don't want to talk about him. What I want to talk about is the, the person that took him out, that took out the shooter. You know, Elijah Dickens. Say his Elijah name. Elijah Dickens. Dickens. Say his name. Elijah Dickens. Elijah Dickens. Say his name. Dickens. Dickens. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying with the S at the end? No S. Okay. Elijah Dickens. Mm-hmm. Say his name. Elijah Dickens. Elijah Dickens. Elijah Dickens. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Elijah Dickens. Say his name. That's what I'm talking about. So Elijah, uh, dressed in shorts and a T-shirt, was shopping with his girlfriend when a gunman opened fire on a food court at a Greenwood, Indiana mall last Sunday evening, killing three people and wounding two others. While the shooter, 20-year-old evil man scumbag fired 24 rounds from an AR-15 style rifle Dickens did not hesitate to use a Glock handgun he was legally carrying so he man he stopped this guy within two minutes of him pulling out a gun start shooting people with an AR-15 within two minutes many more people would have died last uh, died that night if not for a responsible armed citizen Elijah Dickens he took action very quickly within very in the first two minutes of the shooting. And this has all been reported by a uh, Greenwood, by the Greenwood police chief, James uh, Ilson. Uh, the grandmother, of Shay Goldman Dickin, uh, Dickens, 19 year old girlfriend, says her granddaughter's life was one of those spared through the young man's actions. Eli pushed me out of the way and told me to get down and stay down, according to the reports. Everybody should be proud of him for what he's done because of because if not, there would have been a lot more people that were killed. So say his name, Elijah Dickens. Elijah Dickens. 
I saw a comment on Twitter. Basically, somebody said on there, he's not a good Samaritan because the Greenwood Park Mall is a gun-free zone. No one should have had a gun to begin with. Yeah, that's that little scumbag. What's her name? Uh, the that's... Twitter name is Dante Jawula. Nah, somebody else said that crap, too. It was, uh, I want to say it was like the Moms Demand Action uh, God, what is her name? I can't think of her name right now. See, I saw a little meme of that. And, and, and here's the deal. It's like, it's like Texas, okay? So if you're in Texas, Texas constitutional carry, let's say you go to the mall, and there's no signs that say you can't bring a gun inside. No, no Ghostbuster sign, no gun on it with a line drawn through it, no 30.05 sign. Then you can take your gun in there on the Texas constitutional carry law. Uh, that's without a license. But let's say there is a sign on it. There's a sign on it. You can't bring your gun inside. But let's say you get a license to carry a handgun. You get your license, and let's say the mall decides to post a 30.06 sign or a 30.07 sign on the, on the entrance of the mall. Since you have a license in Texas, you have a license, and you don't see the sign, you don't notice it, they have to give you verbal notice to ask you to leave. If they don't give you verbal notice then you can carry the gun there. You know, you need to more notice as a license holder. So in Indiana, this guy was legally carrying a firearm because in order for him not to have a firearm there, he had to be given notice to leave. He was not given the notice, so the gun was legal in the mall. So there's nothing he was doing wrong. And how can you fix yourself to complain about the fact that this guy saved lives? Unless... You're trying to promote a higher body count. Are you crazy? He saved lives. He stopped other people from being killed. And you're upset because he pulled out a gun and shot the shooter. That is insane. I don't get it. Am I crazy? Doesn't sound like it so far from what you're saying. <laughs> is it me? <laughs> am, am I in the twilight zone? You know, what's going on here? And I just don't get it. You know, you, you, this guy pulled out a firearm. And he stopped the shooter. And you literally have people on social media complaining that he carried a gun in the mall and stopped the shooter. What is going on here? Is it just me? I think people are dense. Oh, I, I, and they honestly want a higher body count. It's I cannot think of her name for anything in the world. Maybe it's, they don't realize what they're actually saying. No, they don't. They're just crazy. And I need, I need those people, you know, to just not be around me, you know. I'm just, I'm sorry, you know. And, and that's why I'm always going to carry a firearm no matter what. Their ideology is worth more than human lives. <sighs> Their ideology of gun-free zones and trying to get rid of guns is worth more than the lives of these people that were saved. Yeah. And, and, and after the shooting, he approached the mall security and told them he was the one that neutralized the shooter. And he waited for the police to show up. Exactly what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You stop the shooter. You holster your gun. You start administering first aid, and you know, contact you know police, paramedics, whatever. Get the you know first responders there, and you wait for police to show up, and then call your attorney. That's important. Call your attorney. Let your attorney do the talking for you. That's really important because you have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. It's not. It's 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 about you know because you don't know who's going to show up. And start asking questions and stuff like that. You don't want to put yourself in legal, you know, in legal trouble. So let your attorney do the talking for you. Do you want to tell them any facts or do you just want to shut up completely?
completely. Uh, you have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. So what I do is, you know, while I'm waiting for police to show up, I'm on the phone calling my attorney saying, here's what happened, attorney. And I'm, I'm going to make sure that no one can see me speak to my attorney. No one can hear my voice. No one can see my lips move. I'm covering my mouth. I'm going to speak to my attorney. And then I'm going to tell my attorney exactly what happened and then, tell, and then ask my attorney, what do I do? And I will list my, attorney, my attorney's instructions. And my attorney may, may tell me what to say. My attorney may say, you know what? Let me talk to the police for you. And I'll let my, you know, I'm going to follow my attorney's instructions. Shut your mouth. That's right. I mean, we, we heard it, you know, we did an interview with, uh, what's that the, uh, group of attorneys, the Wasserman Brothers? The shut the... Uh, yeah, them. Shut yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, them. The yeah. heck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we did a, a, an interview with the Wasserman Brothers out of California. They have that, you know, that wonderful Friday that he talked about. You know, sometimes you just got to shut up. <laughs> and there was a little more to that one. So you can Google it, the Wasserman Brothers. <laughs> All right, so, man, I just, you know, I just don't get, you know... Some of these people that are complaining about that. Um, Mississippi. What happened in Mississippi? I want to talk about that. Mississippi. The Mississippi police chief was fired. Fired because he was bragging you know, about the fact that he killed a bunch of people. You know, he killed some people and bragging about how many shots he fired. So a small Mississippi city has a new police chief now. After his last... Uh, police chief was secretly recorded bragging about shooting and killing people in the line of duty, including a black man who he claimed to have shot more than 100 times in a racist and homophobic rant. Former Lexington, Lexington Police Department Chief Sam Dobbins was fired Wednesday after the city's board of aldermen voted to oust him in a session that lasted more than an hour. And the vote came after a former officer leaked a recording of a conversation he had with the chief in April. The officer, Robert Lee Hooker, gave the secretly recorded audio to Julian, a civil rights and international human rights organization, which released it to the media. Um, and then the small city of 1,600 and about 60 miles north of Jackson, about 80 percent of the city, nearly 1,300 people are black census data shows. The newly appointed interim police chief, Charles Henderson, who is black, told the USA Today in an interview Friday that the language used by his predecessor in the recording is something typically uh, that I wouldn't use and that I wouldn't want anybody employed and under my administration to use. In the audio, Dobbins can be heard bragging he shot and killed 13 people in the line of duty, including a black man who he says he shot 119 times according to a copy of the 16-minute recording obtained by the USA Today. Now, I'm curious. He was fired. Now, there's no statute of limitations on murder, so I'm just curious. Are there going to be any charges? <laughs> you want to hear something hilarious? Go ahead. Well, it's sad, but it's kind of funny in a weird way. It's sad. It's just re reality. You know, life is, yeah. All right, so this story is this guy killed 13 people. He shot one guy 119 times. 100, okay? 119 audio, times. The audio is what got him busted. Right. CNN's headline for this story is Mississippi police chief fired after audio of slurs surfaces. That's all the slurs? Yeah. How about shot someone 19 times and bragging 119 about times. I know. Killing 13 people yeah. in cold blood. 
That's a, that's if you don't want anyone to read the story. You say, hey, I covered it. I covered the story. This is CNN. <laughs> I covered it. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> that's, that's all they want to do, I guess. We covered it. Mm. Uh, and the next story. Let's wow. keep going. Uh, man, I tell you. Mm-mm-mm. Dobbins uh, can be heard, uh, the former police chief that was fired, can be heard using multiple racist and homophobic slurs as he claims he would defend Hooker on the job. When contacted by the news outlet, Dobbins denied using slurs and talking about the number of people he shot or killed. I don't like, I don't like talk like that, he told the outlet. And Hooker, who is uh, the, you know, the current black police chief, started with the department this year, but resigned uh, days after having a verbal fight with Dobbins. Uh, so it's going to be, a, I tell you, Jackson, Mississippi, you know, why are you surprised? Why are we surprised? Why it's Mississippi? Why are you even shocked or surprised? Even to this day in 2022, I will not drive through Mississippi at night. Even in 2022, I don't screw with those people. I'm not messing with them. I drive through there during the day. I make sure I have my AR rifle. I make sure I have a two um, <laughs> a hundred round drum. <laughs> I make sure I have my shotgun as, as much ammunition as I possibly can, you know, and I don't stop when driving through that state during the daytime. I don't screw with those people. So I, I don't even, it's not even a joke. And I'm telling you straight up, this is 2022. I don't screw with Mississippi. And I don't know why you, I, I don't even know why people even stay there. I wouldn't stay in that state. It's, it's <laughs> reality. It, it, it is what it is. You know, hey, I, I I live in the United States of America. I live in reality here. I don't play games with you know these people in that state, Mississippi, Alabama. You're on my list too. I don't screw with Alabama either. I don't I don't roll through that state at night, and I barely want to roll through Georgia. Matter of fact, I make sure I'm in, I'm where I need to be in Georgia before ten o'clock at night. I don't screw with those people there. And North Florida, I don't screw with North Florida. Mm-mm, don't do it. I get on down to South Florida to Fort Lauderdale before the sun goes down because I know what happens in North Florida. Don't play around there either. It is what it is. Such is life. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Chloe on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let's go to Utah. Utah, that's a nice state. Nice mountains. I love driving through, like, Salt Lake City, Utah. I like going in the wintertime. I like going to uh, Ute, Ute Mountain. That's, I think that's in Utah. I think it is. Um, somewhere that part of the, of the country. I love driving through the, you know, going through the Indian reservations, Pretty, pretty state. Nice part of the nice part of the country. Well, let's go to Utah. So police have released a body cam footage from an incident at a Midville McDonald's where a four-year-old shot at officers back in February. 
So the 12-minute video shows the moments leading up to the arrest of a 27-year-old Sadat Johnson, as well as what took place after one of his children shot at police at the drive-thru. Now, Unified Police Department initially responded to the McDonald's on February 21st around 1.30 p.m. when employees reported that a man brandished a gun in the drive-thru after his order was incorrect. Now, okay. Now, this is a problem. I don't know what's going on. In what's this- the problem with that, Michael? Come on. <laughs> yeah. That is- seems like a totally normal thing to happen. <laughs> what is You've never done you- that before? <laughs> no, never done that before. Okay. Uh, my order's not right. Not a problem. You know, okay, is what do we need to do? Can we fix it? You know, can we not fix it? You don't have it. You're out of product. Not an issue. It's not a big deal to me. You know, it's, not, it's like it's not serious. It's freaking food. So, uh, you know, Uh, how about this? Food isn't serious, Michael. It's not. What happens when you don't eat it? I'll select something different, but I'll select a different (laughs) item on the menu is what I'll do. Come on, man. You ain't black. (laughs) So you so you don't have you you don't have the item that I'm looking for. So I'm going to pick a different item item on the menu. It's not a big deal. People just need to relax and chill. It's not that serious. But check this out. So. He pulls the gun out because there's his order is incorrect. And the, and the staff calls the police. The police show up immediately, pretty quick. So then they pull the you know dad out of the vehicle, and his son picks up a gun, four years old, and fires shots at the police. Four years old. Did he kill anybody? No. Fortunately, he, you know missed, why? Because he hit the McDonald's building. He hit the building, yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't he didn't hit anybody. He's lucky they didn't they didn't blow him away. He didn't he didn't hit anybody because he didn't take a class with Michael Carter. <laughs> no, 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 hey, no. give me the cha-ching sound, Casey. <laughs> yeah, baby. No, no, sir. I don't need no. I don't need the four years. No, I don't, I don't need, need that smoke. I don't need that. So so what do you do in that situation as a cop? Do you do you shoot the four-year-old if they're shooting at you? You do. You do. Do you though? Oh yeah, you do. I oh, I'm man. advocating for do it. Do you? Yes. Do you? Do yes. you? It's a small target. Jesus, he's on his way. <laughs> what if you miss and you hit the two year old brother? Lord, he's on his way. <laughs> Late term abortion, right there, brother. Okay. So <laughs> check out this. There's a video to this. All this mayhem here, and you can you have to really look really close because you you you, you have to listen also. Because it's hard to hear, you know, and hard to know when the gunshots actually happen. But at the point you get to where the kids are being removed from the vehicle, the shots have already taken place. So if you see that part, you've already missed the shots. All right, so looking at the video here. All right, so we should be playing that video here shortly. It's all right. So you know what? I'm not looking at it myself here. Let me make sure I'm looking at it. All right. Talk us through what happened there, Zach. Uh, the cops arrive after they're called when the guy brandishes the gun at the drive-thru at McDonald's. Uh, so the police get there. They walk up to his car, open his door. To, they tell him to get out repeatedly. Then they open up his door, snatch him, him from out. the vehicle. Yeah, that's right. And while they have him pinned face down on the ground, well, I believe one of them yells gun. And then right after that, Shots are fired from the vehicle by the four-year-old child. Four-year-old child. By the four-year-old child. So, Zach, let me ask you. Okay. Are the parents responsible? Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering, 
Is that well? If if he's being arrested and his gun is in the car, mm-hmm. is he still? How is he? How is he negligent if he's uh, not? The kid doesn't have autonomy. Zach, he's four it. years old. Well, what's he supposed to do? Keep the gun on him while he's getting arrested? Or did he hand it to the, the kid? Maybe he's the, like shoot the cop. He's, while if, well, I, if that's I'm the case, the that's different. But if he's getting arrested, then the police should have, uh, you know, taken the gun and, and securely stored it, if you will. Oh, he should have said something like, "Hey, I have a gun here." He's four years old. He never expressed anything like this ever before. He's four, he can is that ba- accurate? He, he's four years old. Can is that can, true? Can barely speak. Are you sure okay. he hasn't done a drive by or two before? Four years old. <laughs> we went over this while you were gone. That's right. That's why. That's why I'm saying this. He's four years old. It's an inside joke. <laughs> he's four years old. So you know, is the are the parents responsible now? That guy is in that situation. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he left the this gun kid's, where the kid can this, access it. This kid right? is so never he is at least uh, negligent. Uh, criminally negligent. Right? Have you ever been arrested, Zach? No, I have not. Okay, so when you get arrested, <laughs> when you get arrested, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to, uh, you know, like store a gun, especially if you're if you're seen reaching for a gun to store it, then the police might shoot your you. You know. Do you tell them you have a gun when they're basically pulling you over, or are you required you? to do that? Is that le- is that a legal? If thing? you have a license, I believe yes. Yeah, still in right, Texas. Michael? Yeah, if you have a license, you have to. Well, then yeah, he should have done that. Inform the officer you that a license? license holder. Did he have a license? Did you? Do I? Uh, I do. You're talking about this. Did that happen to you? No, I'm just. I mean, I've been arrested. I'm just saying, when you get arrested, it's like, come on, you know, you're not going to be expected to reach for a gun and be like, hey, I got to securely store this so my well, no. four year old doesn't blow you away. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's not realistic. Well, it shouldn't be really accessible to the four year old in the first place. Correct. Well, it probably wasn't when the, when the guy was in the car. Well, it had to be. Well, what if he yeah. had it on him? Well, if he had it he on him when they pulled him out of the vehicle, it would be on him when they snatched him from the vehicle. Yeah, this is complicated, man. No, it's not complicated. You go ahead in the cup holder, not in a holster. Yeah, and cup holders aren't for guns. They're for cups. And, and Texas has got to be Look a holster. It it's got to be a holster, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I do that. Is that it what has you to do? be in a shoulder <laughs> or belt holster, right, Michael? No, not anymore. So not anymore? The law changed. You know, as of September 1st of 2021, they removed the shoulder or the belt part away. They removed that. They just say, hey, if the gun's in the open, it has to be in a holster. A holster is the a holster. But the holster can be in the cup holder. There's no definition of a holster. So it could so be a sticky holster now. It could be anyway. It oh. could be in a holster, the gun in the holster, and the holster located in the cup holder on the seat. As long as it's in the holster, it's legal in Texas. So but you a cup holder is. Yeah, I was going to say. That's what I was just going to say. So technically, you could just say the, the a cup is your holster. And no. Jam- why, that's not? why not? That's not a holster. How do you how, how do you de- determine what a holster is? Right, holster on it. Well, we... <laughs> <laughs> then it's a holster. Right? This is a holster. Uh, so legally, see, this is a, this is where it's uh, a, custom, a plastic bag that just says holster. It's a it's custom in the styrofoam holster. All right, you're listening to precedents here. This is how people go to court and wind up, you know, and in, in getting charged and convicted. Yeah, you're gonna get convicted, Zach. <laughs> get, keep get it together. I mean, no, it's fine. Styrofoam holster is not going to cut it. No. Can you use it? Can what if you had it? What seriously? Is actually? that a, is that a typical holster that people use? Well, what if it's the cup? What if it's I'm custom? Starting a trend. What if it's custom, man? What if you what if you decom, deconstructed a styrofoam cup mm-hmm. and assembled mm-hmm. a styrofoam holster mm-hmm. and you started selling those online mm-hmm. in mass? If you drop the soap, don't pick it up. Okay, so that's a no. <laughs> that's what we call that. <laughs> that's what we're saying. You uh, could have okay. just said no. No, well, you know, I'm no. always just playing devil's advocate here. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Here at the show, it's my position. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, it's 
Yeah, you you can you can you as you're watching this video though, you you, you can you can barely tell when the shot actually is fired. And and I'm telling you that that's I'm I'm surprised. I'm actually shocked. I blame rap music. <laughs> Not parenting in this case. No. It's all it's rap music's fault. Yeah, he was listening to too much uh that gangster rap. Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being satirical. I know, I know, I know. For anybody listening that can't see me, it's, it's satire. He's joking. He's only joking. Um, it's all fake news. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in all seriousness, though, I do think that if he was in a... It, it, uh, was he dragged out of the car? Yeah, he Pulled was out. Pulled out. Yeah, I mean... So look, the gun... Okay, like, the to, get, to get back down to earth here, if the gun was in a holster in the cup holder... And he was dragged. He was pulled out of the car. He didn't have time to secure that. So really, it was the already not secured. But it's legal to have a, a gun in a holster and a cup holder. We just determined that, right? Maybe Michael? not if there's a kid in the car, right? Well, I'm not the expert here. So I bet. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, counsel. <laughs> I'm not, not counsel. Where's Where's Edwin Walker at? We'll Let's say him. there's a gun and a holster in the cup holder, and you're in the car. If a kid. Grabs that gun, shoots someone with it. Then well, a four-year-old's not going to be negligent. It was the four-year-old in the front seat. That's still that's still no, in the car back seat. seat. Yeah, so so it, it it was not within reaching distance with the kids in the that's back not, seat. That's he, not a terminology. Reaching distance. That's not a legal. Term well, what's there. what's the what, how do we determine if it's accessible? accessible? Well, that's not accessible to a yeah, four-year-old until until the parents pull out of the car. Or something? Yeah, I have a four-year-old. Michael tells a story in his class about a little kid. That sees his father put his gun up in a top shelf every time he comes home. And then the kid climbs up on the counter and then he puts a stool on okay, the counter okay. and something climbs well, on top on. of the fridge. But the dad's not there when there. that's happening. That's my point. Once the parent still, that's is not you're still responsible. Once the parents yeah, remove the sin- Yeah, but he, the kid's not gonna grab the gun if the dad's next to the gun. What if the dad's in the toilet? Then he should have brought his gun with him. So what I'm saying is the when, kid, the, when the, the police dad pulled is responsible. the when the kid when the guy was pulled out of the car by the police, he should have A, told the police he had a gun, or B, the police should have, you know, looked and seen if there was a gun there before they before they attended nope, to him. that's bad parenting. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening. Oh, God. To come what is talk. this? There you go. We're upside down. <laughs> Peace. This is Mark Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk at Radio with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so, man, Houston, Texas. You know what, what, wait, wait, before we go to Houston, you see that, what was that little video you sent me earlier today of the little kid that was, was like kicking at the little toddler in diapers, kicking at a police officer? This was just a couple weeks ago, but I mean, it's still relevant, especially with what we just talked about, the segue off of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, really? You know, kicking at a police officer. You know, that's going to be part of the problem right here. You know, we're talking parenting. It's all these little things that we're talking about. You know, parenting, parenting, parenting. Yes, you need to hold police officers accountable when they do something wrong. We also need to be better parents and control our kids and realize the fact that, you know, as a parent, it is my responsibility to tell my kids what they can and can't do 
and 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 to act like a parent. So this was in what what city was this in? That was in it was in Minnesota. It was in uh, Saint Paul. Paul, Minnesota. You know, after the George Floyd you know incident in Minnesota, you know things are just you know police don't know what to do. You know they're like in shell shock. I don't know if I should pull people over for a speeding ticket. You know they don't know what to do now. So take a look at this video here. And so this little kid is actually kicking, you know, kicking and trying to swing at a police officer, you know, and he's literally in diapers. And I'm telling you right now, uh, they're better. They're better people than me. Cause I'm t I, man, I'd have disciplined him right then and there. That's right. If the parents not going to do it, I would have done it. Would you have shot him? No, I wouldn't have shot him. I'd have disciplined him. You wouldn't him give him the old in out, in out? No, no, <laughs> like no, 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 no. I definitely, I would have pinched him, you know, put my hands right on him and turned that skin sideways until he screamed. <laughs> it looks okay. like he also, after he punched the officer, he tried to grab his wrist and twist his hand. Yeah, because the parents are not going to discipline these children. You know, someone else needs to discipline them. I'm telling you, right now, we need to, you need to start spanking your kids. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, we'll be a lot better off. I'm telling you. Uh, if you're not going to do that, then we're going to, you're just going to raise little school shooters. <laughs> That's right. Elaborate. Nope. Can't elaborate. I said what I said. Uh, I said what I said. <laughs> I what said. What I say is what I say. That's right. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> All right. So let's go to, and what town is this? Ah, Houston, Texas. Houston, man turns tables on a would-be carjacker. So... A 21-year-old man in Houston told authorities he shot and killed another man who, who was trying to carjack him Tuesday at a gas station. So Houston Police Department officer, uh, officers were dispatched to the 8300 block of Park Place Boulevard close to 5.30 p.m. following a shooting. When police arrived, they found a 29-year-old man unresponsive in a crashed vehicle a few blocks from the shooting. He was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. Now, the shooter told police he was sitting in the vehicle when another man approached him, initiated physical dispute, police said. And at that time, the male in the vehicle fired several shots and struck the male, a police statement said. The shooter then exited his vehicle and called 911. The wounded man got into the shooter's vehicle and fled before crashing and flew blocks away. And the case is being referred to a Harris County grand jury. So, <clears throat> and we talk about this in class all the time. You're at a gas station. Um, now I'm, I'm going to give you a couple different scenarios. So let's say, and I always bring this up in class. Let's say you're at a gas station, Zach, <clears throat> you're at the gas station. It is 5 PM right now. You're at the gas station. You get out of your, your vehicle. You put your credit card information in the pump there. You start, you know, doing your information in there. And all of a sudden someone jumps your vehicle and pull off. Can you shoot them? I doubt it. No, you can't. Not for theft during the daytime. Cause that's theft. And that's during the daytime. So let's say you have got some kids in the car. You know, you went and picked up your, your niece and your nephew. Um, they're in the vehicle. And you get out at the pump there at 5, 5 p.m., put your credit card information in the pump there. Someone jumps the car, pulls off. Can you shoot them? Okay, now that's kidnapping, right? So now you can because now the vehicle's occupied, and it's the castle doctrine. Since the vehicle's occupied, you can use force the other force to protect the kids in the car. It's about the kids, not the car. So, yes, you're correct. So it's 5 p.m. No, let's go. Let's see. 
uh, let's go 10 because it's it's June, summertime. It's 10 p.m. It's nighttime. Nighttime. 10 p.m. Nighttime. 30 minutes after dusk, right? At least. Uh-huh. And you're at the pump there putting your credit card information in the pump there. You're by yourself. Someone jumps in your car, pull off. Can you shoot them? Theft during the night, yes. Yes, for theft in the nighttime. 30 minutes before sunrise, 30 minutes after sunset. I mean, the difference between those two is literally night and day. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Do the ba ching yeah, Give me something, Casey. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There Thank we go. You. Oh, my goodness. All right, so in this situation here, now, you're in your vehicle. You're you're at the pump there. <laughs> you're, you're putting your credit card information in the pump there. Someone comes up and says, give me your keys. Give me your car. Give me your wallet. They're demanding it. The robbery? Yeah. Now can you shoot yeah. them? At, it, do at, they have a weapon? At, at 5 it's p.m. Robbery. At they, 5 p.m. Or is it armed robbery? They, they Let's say they don't. Let's say Aggravate. They, it has to be aggravated. Let's say they, they have to be aggravated. Let's say they robbery, don't. Armed robbery. They both. don't have a weapon. You don't see one. Let's say you don't see a weapon. Still robbery. They demanded it from you. Can you shoot them? Yes. Yes, you can. Because that's robbery. All right. Now, they walk up to you at 5 p.m. They produce a gun. Say, give me your wallet. Give me your keys. What do you do? Uh, well, they have it pointed at you already? Yes. Give them your wallet and keys? That is correct. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. That, that is correct. correct. Hold yes. on. Repeat yes. that. You're at, you're at the pump there. It's 5 p.m. You're putting your credit card, finishing pump, credit card information in the pump there. Someone comes up, says, give me your keys. Give me your wallet. And they have a gun pointed at you. What do you do? They have a gun? Gun. Yeah. Oh, well, you look. First of all, let okay. me tell you. All right. You give them. You, you, a, you give them. This is not a Hawaiian shirt if yeah. you're about to say that. No, it's not. I'm looking at the devil, and I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at it. You're right. Okay. Uh, you give them your stuff, okay, and then you shoot them. When? Or you drop your stuff on the ground. Yeah, you just throw it at their on feet accident. and say, there you go. Boom. Blow a hole right through the side of their skull. Okay. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you just legally can shoot them, but you're probably not going to be quick enough to shoot them before yeah, they yeah, shoot you. Yeah, I mean. So you give it to them. They're, they have a gun pointed well, at you. What is you this? The Wild West? <laughs> you, gonna... you have to give it to them. Come on, okay? now. now. Now, when they grab it. Then you blow them away. And they run away. Then you shoot them. Yes. You can shoot them in the back, correct? On the Texas law. Shouldn't have been right in the back in the spine. To recover your, prop- to recover your property immediately after in fresh pursuit. You can but you only, sh- you only shoot them to stop the threat. You can, you can use force and deadly force to stop them to recover your property they just took from you immediately after in fresh pursuit. That's how it works. All right. Anything outside of that, what you just talked about, you're committing the crime. You know, all this stuff I learned from you, Michael. <laughs> Just FYI. That's why you've never been arrested. Wait, I thought you were Michael Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's why he's never been arrested. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> my dad taught me moment. when I get pulled over to turn my car off, turn the radio off, roll all the windows down, put my keys on the dash, hands at 10 and 2, Yes, officer. See, no okay. officer. Okay, I, your, your dad taught you that. I would never wow. do that because if you're rummaging around, moving stuff around. No, you're not rummaging around, moving that's stuff around. That's because you don't look like somebody like me. I look like a no, deviant man. I'm not man. rummaging around. I'm not. You're like, moving your hand I'm around. Not like in my center look, console. Look, dude, this is what I do. Every time I've ever been pulled over, hands on the wheel, correct. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do not. Turn my keys off. I don't turn the radio off. I don't. Ah, I don't, I don't well, change wait, you've wait, been wait, arrested. Wait, wait. Let me. No, 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 no. Let me explain this When I've when I've been arrested for being, I've never been arrested for actually being pulled over. But you've record. been arrested. But not for being. Not when I was pulled but over. You've been arrested. Right? Look, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> All right. 
What I'm saying is this. Mm-hmm. You don't want to m- be moving your hands You're around. You're not doing that. I'm not doing that's that. That's not not from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you did. You just went like this. Do do. Hey, if you're not, if you're if you're listening to the show on the radio, go to YouTube. What put come and talk it on. Look what Zach just did. He just did the T Rex. Do do. Yeah. Come on, man. That's not realistic. You're you're turning your thing off. You're putting it up here. You're you're turning the radio off. I don't reach for my insurance or any ID or anything until the police officer is at the window, because I've been yelled at for that. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. You know, never been arrested. I've never been arrested when I was pulled over. So that doesn't that argument does not hold up. Just in general, never been arrested. You know? oh, ooh, look at me. I'm a great guy. Whatever. <laughs> not dude. saying that. Just saying. That's what I was taught. <laughs> this worked for me. You probably pay your taxes too. Some people did something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to hear I want to hear the Texas GOP. I really I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear I want to hear what what that convention video? I want to hear what people have to say about this. Uh, chat into the show. Go to YouTube. Type in "Come and Talk It" and go to the live feed and, and tell. Give us your opinion. Man, let Zach know that I'm right. But, all right. But how do you respond when you're pulled over by police? What should you do? I've heard all kinds of things. I've heard people say you take your gun out, put it on the dash. What? <laughs> yes. Well, according to Zach, that's a great idea. I'm not rummaging around. I'm just no, throwing, never said just that. Slamming a gun on the dashboard. Never said that. You're crazy, man. <laughs> not included in what I said. That's right. Keys, guns. <laughs> hey, you know what else you should throw on the dashboard? Your what? weed and your cocaine. Yeah, do that too. <laughs> Good God, man. You're crazy. <laughs> Just zero, <laughs> twelve, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is why every Sunday we have anywhere from twenty to forty people that t- have to take the beginner firearm safety course because it's court ordered. <laughs> now, if there's one thing I do take very seriously, it's firearm safety. <laughs> That's right, dead serious. Uh, all right, because if you don't take that seriously and you're and you're pulled over, you can you can get hurt. Or your four-year-old can shoot a police officer. <laughs> we're gonna come, when we come back from the break, we're going to go around the country and talk about some different stories. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let's let's talk about this assault weapons ban before we go around the, the country here about different news stories. So I want to talk about um, what Congress is trying to do, what's actually happening in D.C. We talked a little bit about this last weekend, but we talked about the previous bill. I want to talk about the current bill. All right, so you've heard the expression, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Well, congressional Democrats led by President Joe Biden are trying to take that mile right now. You may have heard about the assault weapons ban, uh, that bill. Well, the assault weapons bill that's coming down the pipeline in D.C. But we're going to break this down for you. And that's uh, congressional bill. It's House Bill 1808, 1808. In essence, this bill would ban all firearms that are not bolt action, lever action, pump, or slide action. Also, it would ban magazines that hold more than 15 rounds. That's been amended from the original bill that called for 10 rounds, folding or telescoping stocks and threaded barrels, amongst other things. 
the bill as of this morning is out of committee. And according to what I'm reading in the media, the Biden Democrats are still looking for votes. But with over 200 sponsors, I anticipate it will get a favorable vote on the floor of the House. Now, basically, if it isn't a hunting long gun, it's an assault weapon. Don't know what that is, but they're calling it assault weapon. But they're going to try, and they've got their inch with Senator Cornyn's help. As you all know, the question is, will they get their mile? So please don't let them vote without hearing from you. What you need to do, you need to contact your elected officials. Let them know. Don't give them another inch. Also, while you're doing that, call Senator John Cornyn's office at 202-224-2934. That's Senator Cornyn's office. He's a senior senator senator from Texas. Give him a call, Senator Cornyn, at 202-224-2934, and make sure he stays in his lane on this topic here. His job is to represent Texans, and after he gave them their inch on the last gun control grab, yes, that's sarcasm there. That was hardly an inch, but please tell him that this mile is just too far. Make sure you do that for me this week. That's all I ask. Give them a call. Now, let's talk about some things that are going on around the country. So New York County DA, the New York County DA, uh, since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down this decision in a New York SRPA versus Bruin, affirming the Second Amendment right to bear arms for protection outside the home, New York politicians have been on the warpath against the right to self-defense. Despite Governor Kathy Hochul's and the New York State Assembly's best and unconstitutional efforts, New York County District Attorney Alvin Bragg has managed to upstage the lawmakers in the ongoing assault on freedom. On July 1st, Dominican immigrant Jose Alba was working behind the counter at Blue Moon Convenience Store in the Harlem neighborhood of Manhattan, according to the media reports, and a dispute who arose when the 61-year-old bodega clerk did not allow a woman to leave the store with an unpaid item. The woman initially left the store but returned with her 35-year-old male companion. Upon returning, the 35-year-old man proceeded to go beyond the store's counter to confront Alba despite the clerk's pleas for calm. After invading Alba's workspace, the man verbally intimidated the clerk and physically assaulted him. As Alba attempted to get away, the man continued the assault. At this point, Alba was able to secure a knife from a nearby shelf and successfully used it to defend himself, stabbing his attacker. The assailant was killed in the struggle. According to the New York Post, Alba's attacker was on probation for assault and reportedly had been arrested at at least 27 times previously. Making clear he didn't relish having to defend himself, Alba told the press that he was very sad about the incident and noted, I didn't want to do this. Thanks to the store's multiple surveillance cameras, the entire episode was caught on video. While the means of self-defense may be different, Alba's story is similar to what many NRA members have been seen in Americans' Rifleman's long-running armed citizens column. And 
you know, maybe the that's why the New York George Soros founder DA decided to come down on the bodega worker like a ton of bricks. Despite the fact that the case, uh, Bragg's office charged Alba with second-degree murder, the, the owner of the store. Uh, moreover, Bragg's office reportedly asked the court to hold the hardworking immigrant on a staggering $500,000 bill before the amount was lowered to a still eye-watering $250,000. Unable to come up with the money, Alba was shipped off to New York's notorious Rikers Island Ooh. jail. That's bad. Oh, yeah. Bragg's behavior in the Alba case takes on a sinister character when considering alongside his treatment of actual violent criminals. The DA made headlines for a January 3 memo to staff outlining his new soft on crime policies. Among the proposals was to reduce pretrial incarceration, which the term, the item explained by saying we must reserve pretrial detention for very serious cases. And that's this is just crazy. I mean, what do you say to that? I, I mean, it's obviously um, by design. Um, if he treats violent criminals regularly with ease and um, like a sort of a lethargic punishments, and then somebody's uh, in a clear case of self-defense and throws the book at him, it's it's being done to make sure that people are being trained socially not to defend themselves. Well, check out this former police officer. He said, my heart goes out to uh, for this hardworking, honest New Yorker that was doing his job in his place of business where a person came in and went beyond behind the counter and attacked him standing outside Alba's bodega. Um, the former police officer said, we have enough people who are there for people who break the law. I'm a person that's there for people who follow the law. And as I saw it from the video, I saw a voter here inside the store following the law and he should not have been approached in the manner that he was approached. And I think it is time for New Yorkers and Americans to start standing up for people who follow the law. So following this public outcry, Alba's bail was reduced to 50,000 and he was released from Rikers after spending several days in jail as a press at, you know, as a press time and Bragg has not dropped Alba's murder charge as of yet. That's just crazy. It's a lot going on. Are you sure you pronounced that word right? Bodega? I heard Jill Biden say it. Bodega. Said, Come on, man. Bodega. No, 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 I'm kidding. You didn't see that clip? No. Oh, man. She uh, she was trying to appeal to Hispanics, and she was talking about breakfast tacos and then pronounced bodega. Just yeah. She just butchered it. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> oh, man. That's just crazy. Her and her husband got something in common. Oh, yeah? What's that? They don't know how to speak. <laughs> Uh, well, check this out. Let's go. Let's stay in New York while we're at it. Uh, so as as New York officials prepare to defend the state's new and almost certainly unconstitutional gun licensing law, the president of the state's bar association has called attention to the significant deficiencies in another law, the extreme risk protection order, a.k.a. red flag law. New York's extreme risk protection order law enacted in 2019 allows a court to issue a, a civil order that prohibits a person from acquiring or possessing guns and directing law enforcement to search for and seize guns from anyone subject to an, an order. Any relative, regardless of the relationship, past or current spouse, Gary, uh, a cohabitant or dating partner, Gary, a school administrator, treating health care professional, district attorney, or police officer, is automatically qualified to seek an order based on allegations that an individual possesses a potential future risk of harm. 
You talking about my crazy baby mama? No, I'm not what's saying. Going I'm, on I'm, just, I'm just asking what your opinion is of this story. I mean, it's nonsense, man. You can have, you can have. Uh... Oh, you're just referencing the general disdain that my ex girlfriends all have towards. No, me. no. I no, see what no, you're doing. No, no, no. Um, I think it's ridiculous, man. Uh, going both ways, not just towards men, but uh, you know, there's there's weirdo dudes out there too that can just make stuff up about their exes. That's right. I don't know why you would ever take somebody's uh, ex spouse, partner fiance, wife, girlfriend, or anything, why you would ever take anything they say without a boulder of salt because <laughs> they don't, they're not with that person anymore. They could be totally jaded and hate them uh, because of, uh, you know, factors that have nothing to do with whether or not the person has, is a risk with a firearm. Yeah, that's why you need to know who you date, you know. You know don't date those crazy people. Well, <laughs> you know, and don't date anyone that's going to call the police on you. Yeah, that's... What happens in the oh, house stays in the house. That, okay. That's how I handle I it. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> shut up, Gary. <laughs> just yeah, but just up. make good decisions, you know. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. That's how you handle that. We come back. I want to talk about. I want to go to Arizona. We're not Cali- coming back. Oh, yeah. we're done. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That this was so is quick. Michael Cargill, well, and you on. are listening to Come and Talk. I'm gonna tell you this. As no, always, this folks. Is, this is Michael Cargill. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you just buy yourself a gun. You have a list to come and talk it with Michael Cargill. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 